In the past, the practice of miracles used to be reserved for revered spiritual teachers or gurus only. It was thought that you needed to be blessed by your guru in order to see any kind of miracle in your life. But what if you yourself could perform miracles to change your own life for the better? Wow. In this video, you'll learn what miracles are from an energy perspective, then we'll answer the question of whether everyone can perform miracles like gurus can, and then I'll share three easy steps to help you start performing miracles in your life today. Coming up! Hello, beautiful soul. That intro that you just saw is from my online course, Awaken, which is opening its enrollment doors on June 7th. I designed Awaken to help people navigate difficult spiritual awakenings and come to a place of energy, stability, and clarity. Awaken is a six-week course that's going to have weekly video modules, detailed practice videos, a very private community, an amazing community where you can connect with fellow students and light workers, and so many other perks. If you want to join the wait list so you're notified as soon as Awaken opens its enrollment doors, click on the link below and you can join that wait list, and I hope to see you in Awaken on June 7th. On to part one of the video, what are miracles? Now, before I get into the actual definition of a miracle, we have to take a step back and we have to understand another term, which is what's known as timelines. Okay. So we have to talk about timelines a little bit and you have to understand timelines before we get into the understanding of miracles. So a timeline is basically every single day when we walk on this earth and we make conscious and unconscious choices we take a step on our path through our choices and through our level of consciousness. Each step that we take creates what's known as our timeline. All right. And it's the, the timeline is that path that we're walking on. Okay. So here's a, a better definition of what a timeline is. Timelines is our timeline is the energy path that coalesces as we make decisions and take action in our lives. Okay. So this is a more technical definition of a timeline. Now what the timeline is looking like, there's an important word here and it's the word coalesce. I'm going to be using that word a lot in this video and I want to get into that. So as I'm making choices, as I'm living with certain beliefs, with certain habits, with certain patterns, I start to make decisions and I walk my life. And as I walk in my life, a, a timeline starts to be created. A path is being created. It's being laid forth from the decisions that I'm making. The more that I continue down the same path and I continue to make the same decisions and I continue to have the same beliefs, that is going to help the timeline in front of me 
coalesce in energy. And coalescing means that the timeline gets a little bit hardened in its energy. Why? Because I keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And if I keep doing the same thing over and over again, the likelihood that my path is going to lead to point or destination A is pretty high because I'm doing the same thing over again. That's what's meant by coalescing of energy. And so literally that's what a timeline is. It's important for us to understand timelines and to understand that every decision that we make down here on planet earth, every belief that we have, every habit that we have, it creates this kind of walk that we take down here one step at a time. And that walk coalesces into a timeline that ends up being kind of the, the development of our path that leads to a destination, um, down here on earth. Now, one thing to remember about timelines that's important to bring up here, and this is going to be important in our conversation about miracles is that your timeline is never set in stone. Okay. So it's not deterministic your timeline or your destiny. You can use that word too, to talk about your timeline. Your, your destiny is not set in stone. Okay. Your timeline is not set in stone. So even though you, if you're making the same decisions and if you have the same beliefs year after year after year, and you're walking in the same direction, there is a high probability that you may end up in destination a, and even if the energy has coalesced around that timeline and it's a little bit hardened, that still doesn't mean that it is like stone, that it is inflexible. It is flexible. It can be changed. And that's why that's where the miracles are going to come in. But this is a really important thing to remember. And that is that your destiny is flexible. Okay. So even though I'm talking about timelines and it's giving the impression that as soon as the energy, some people think that as soon as the energy coalesces in their timeline, that they can't change it anymore. That's not true because just as the energy coalesces, it can also start to dissolve and soften, right? It can go either way. Now, why is this important? Why is it even important to be talking about timelines and what does it have to do with miracles? Okay. So now I'm going to give you the definition of what miracles are, and you're going to understand why we started this video talking about timelines. All right. So miracles are quantum energy leaps that change coalesced timelines. <laughs> okay. So this is a little bit, this is a, this definition is a little bit technical, but let's get into it. Cause it's super, super juicy. Okay. So what a miracle is, is literally when we quantum leap from one timeline to another, that's what a miracle is to put it very simply. Now, the, the reason that I'm using a quantum leap is because in quantum physics, the quantum physics is out operates outside of the reality of time space. And so what I mean by quantum leap, I mean that that shift in your timelines occurs in no time. That's what I mean by quantum leap. There's no time at all. You can shift from one timeline to the other in no time at all. And that's what a miracle is. And to understand how this can even be possible, you have to remember that in an infinite universe, there are also infinite timelines for you. So you don't have to go to destination a, maybe you can go to destination B or C or D. There are so many different timelines that are available to you, but you as a co-creator have to jump that timeline, or you have to change something about the decisions you're making, about the habits that you have, about all of these things that are kind of making you walk down one timeline. You have to change something in order to get off of that timeline and onto another. And that's what a miracle is. A miracle is literally a quantum leap from this coalesced timeline. So the timeline is a little bit hardened already because you've been 
doing something a certain way for a, a long time, maybe that the energy is coalesced, but a miracle literally plops you into a different timeline. That's, that's my definition of a miracle. I love to see it in this more technical energy based uh, definition. So you can understand that it really is possible for you to plop from one timeline to another. Now, there are a lot of examples that I could bring in of miracles that we've all witnessed and seen out there to kind of show this shift in timelines. But there's one example that I love to use and one story that I love to use. And it's, it's of author, uh, Anita Murjani and her book called dying to be me. All right. That's a high, high recommendation I have here for you guys. Okay. So Anita Murjani was actually, she, in her book, she chronicles the, the, her story of how she went from, uh, almost dying. So she was riddled with cancer and tumors all over the place. She was at death's doorstep. She was in a coma. And when she was in a coma about to die, she had a near death experience and out of body experience that completely shifted things for her. She understood why she was sick. She understood all of these things happening. And then when her consciousness came back into the body, I think the coma lasted like 30 hours or something. But as soon as she came back into her body and she woke up, her cancer went into remission almost immediately. So within a few days, I think her, her tumors had shrunk about 70% all over her body just when she woke up. Okay. And then within a few days and then a few weeks, the cancer was completely gone and she's been cancer free since. Okay. So look at this, think about this. You're at death's door. And then suddenly a few hours later, you're going into remission after you had, you were your body was riddled with tumors. Okay. This is a perfect example of what a miracle looks like on an energy perspective. So when she had that out of body experience, that was the quantum leap. That was the quantum leap that took her from one coalesced timeline where death was the destination, the death of her body was the destination. And she jumped into another timeline where death of the body wasn't the destination, at least at that moment. And so her body healed almost immediately and, and spontaneously. Okay. So this is the jumping from one timeline to the next. And this is a, a great example of that quantum leap. And what happens really in the 3d reality, what happens when we do make that jump, but, but notice that in order for her to jump from one timeline to another, an important aspect in her near death experience was her understanding why she was sick in the first place. And so that, that shift in consciousness, her understanding why the cancer had come up in her body in her own life. That shift in consciousness allowed her to step out of the timeline. In other words, step out of the thoughts and beliefs and energy that she thought she was going in and move into different decisions, different thoughts, different beliefs, different energy. All right. But this is a great example of what a miracle looks like in real life and how it really is possible to shift from one timeline to the next. And we all have the power to do that. On to part two of the video, can everyone manifest miracles? So I, you know what I'm going to say, right? Like, of course, everyone can manifest miracles. So we've been under the false assumption that only advanced spiritual teachers or gurus like a Jesus or saints, that only these advanced gurus are able to manifest miracles and that we have to be in the presence of these gurus in order to, to receive a miracle in our lives. And that may have been true in the past because when, when advanced spiritual teachers like a Jesus came to the planet, there was a really low level of consciousness down here. And so, yeah, th that, that, that Jesus or that saint came down and with a bigger energy system and a more advanced consciousness was able to perform miracles where other people didn't think possible. Okay. 
But that's not true in this new energy. We all have the capacity to come into our power and manifest miracles in our own lives, okay? So it is absolutely possible. And remember this, here's an affirmation for you to remember. Everyone has the capacity to manifest miracles in their lives. (laughs) They absolutely do. Now, this isn't to say that being in the presence of a powerful teacher like a, a Jesus or a Buddha or a saint isn't also a way to receive miracles. You absolutely absolutely can. So what these gurus, these beings that have really powerful energy systems, being in their present can facilitate miracles in our lives without question whatsoever. I I still believe that that's true. There are still gurus on this planet and powerful, powerful healers on this planet that they have such powerful energy systems that just working with them or being in their presence can absolutely help manifest a miracle in your life. But the point here is that you can also manifest miracles in your life. Also, that's also possible. So we're going to clean up the energy of any kind of belief that you may have inside of you that says that you can't manifest miracles. You absolutely can. You don't have to be any kind of special spiritual teacher in order to do that. And in fact, we already talked about a powerful example of this in in Anita Murjani, right? So she was lying in a coma and she had that out-of-body experience where she connected with the other side and she had different conversations and she had different realizations. And so that's a perfect example of how you don't need to be in the presence of a guru to, um, to, to have a miracle, uh, exist in your life. Now, what, what advanced gurus and powerful healers can do is they can accelerate miracles in your lives, but that's just because of the power of their energy system can kind of accelerate something or they can accelerate the shift in timelines, um, in your own life. But the point here is that you can also do that yourself, especially if you cultivate the tips that I'm going to talk about in this video. On to part three of the video, how to manifest miracles. Okay. So we're going to have three simple steps that are going to help you manifest miracles. The first one is to open up to possibilities. Okay. So that's where the conversation about timelines was really important for us because now you can start to understand that in order for me, if a miracle is literally a quantum jump from one timeline to another timeline, then that means that I have to be open to different possibilities, right? Because remember, If my timeline is coalesced in front of me, it's coalesced in energy because I keep repeating the same decisions. I keep making the same decisions. I keep thinking the same way. I keep having the same beliefs, the same patterns. And so I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, going down and repeating the same thing. And as I do that, the the timeline coalesces in front of me. All right. Now, in order for me to jump to another timeline, I have to open up the possibilities that other timelines exist in the first place. If I'm of the, of the, the, the idea that, oh, you know, just the destination A is the only timeline that exists, nothing else that exists for me, it, then the universe will prove you right. All of the other timelines will collapse and you will only have access to that one timeline, but it's by choice, right? If you open up to possibilities, then you start to give the universe this, this entryway to be able to help you shift timelines more flexibly. Okay. So flexibility, that's the word that just fell on my head right now. If you open up to more possibilities, to different possibilities, you have, um, the more, more 
more energy and more flexibility to kind of shift timelines. This has actually been studied a lot in science. So there are medical studies that show that people who are optimistic about their outcomes, people who are optimistic about a certain disease they've been diagnosed with, if they are optimistic and open to the possibilities, to the endless possibilities of the universe, they have higher uh, health outcomes than a person who is diagnosed with a disease and then just says, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to die. I guess I'm going to die. I guess I'm going to die. Okay. So there's this, there's this idea that as soon as consciousness hardens around something, then that timeline hardens and the people who are hardened in that timeline, they have lower um, health outcomes. Okay. So this is studied in medicine um, right now too. So the spiritual understanding of that is again, that if you want to shift timelines, you've got to open up to possibilities. So you have to get very good at challenging any beliefs that you may have. You have to get very good at challenging habits, very good at um, just being aware of your decisions, the decisions that you make every day, being aware of your energy. What kind of energy do I put out every day? Am I open? Am I an optimistic person? Am I open to possibilities or do I see life just in one way? This This is a great exercise. The more open you are to possibilities, the more you're starting to cultivate the possibility that a miracle will manifest in your life. And here's a mantra affirmation that's going to be, that's going to help you understand the, the, the timelines and how a timeline coalesces. Okay. So here's the affirmation. The energy of habit helps coalesce a timeline. Okay. The energy of habit. So meaning the more that I repeat and do something a certain way, whether it's a, whether it's a, a thought, a belief, whether it's an action, maybe I keep doing something a certain way every single day. So for example, maybe I smoke every day and that I just consciously make that decision. And then, you know, two or three day, years down the line, I get lung cancer. And so that was a coalescing of a timeline that was coming from, you know, every day, a certain habit being repeated, being repeated. And so the, the, the timeline of lung cancer, for example, kind of coalesce. This is just one example. All right. But the energy of habit helps to coalesce a timeline. So it becomes more hardened the more we practice a habit and keep repeating it. But the other way is also true. So if I change a habit or if I remove certain things that I've been doing, if I change my beliefs, then that also means that the timeline will start to soften instead of becoming coalesced, now it's going to start to soften and start to dissolve and another timeline becomes available to me. Okay. So it could go either way and a timeline can coalesce or a timeline can soften and dissolve. Uh, but your intervention in the, in the timeline is really, really important. All right. So open up to possibilities. That's step one of learning how to cultivate miracles. Now, let me get a little bit more concrete and help you a little bit more with what it means to even open up to possibilities. Okay. So there are a couple of things that I love to do here in this step. That's going to help you open up to more possibilities. The first one is healing, ding, ding, (laughs) healing. All right. The more healing work that you do around your habits, your patterns, uh, any kind of unhealed past wounds, the more that you do healing work, the more you're opening up to different possibilities because you're opening up to the, to the idea that you can change timelines. I'll give you a concrete example of how healing can, can really be so powerful in helping manifest miracles and changing your timelines. Let's say that 
let's say that you become an alcoholic, okay? Say that you become an alcoholic, but the reason that you become an alcoholic is because you came from a childhood of a lot of abuse and you took up alcohol as a coping mechanism from that childhood that you hadn't healed those experiences. And you just kept drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and 10 years down the line, you end up driving drunk and you just kill yourself against a tree or something. Okay, uh, drunk driving. And so this is an example of a timeline playing out. Well, if, if you go back and you heal that original pain, that childhood trauma, then the alcohol, the need for the coping mechanism, the need for the alcohol dissolves. And once the alcohol dissolves, you're, you're off that timeline and you're no longer on that timeline of dying in a drunk driving accident. Okay. So this is a concrete example of how powerful healing can be in order to help you uh, manifest miracles and shift your timelines. If you have no idea where to start with healing or how to change old patterns or old beliefs or anything like that, I'm going to leave three videos here that I shot. One of them is on shadow work. That's a great place to start healing. Another one is on healing the inner child, another great place. And another one is on healing the past in general. So I'm going to leave links to those three videos in the description box below. So you you can go into those after watching this video and have some extra help on how to do healing work. The second thing I love doing um, to kind of prepare for this step one of opening up to possibilities, once you've done the healing work, I also love to do mantra work, okay? So once you get into the healing and you really start to kind of heal all those patterns and change those patterns and change your decisions and your behaviors around past wounds, now mantra work can come in and really kind of solidify this openness that you have to new possibilities. So you can make up your own mantras that kind of help you in the shifting of timelines, but I'm going to leave you some mantras that I love to use when it has to do with manifesting miracles and shifting timelines. Okay. So you can write these down. Um, and these, these will help. Here are the mantras that I love to use when we're talking about cultivating miracles and opening up to new possibilities. I open up to the endless possibilities of the universe. I am ready for a miracle in my life. I open myself up to a new timeline that is in my highest good. Okay, so I love these mantras. You can come up with, you know, start with these and come up with your own if you want to, but mantra work, repeating these mantras over and over again will help you open up to new possibilities and become more flexible in your energy so that you can start uh, cultivating miracles in your life. Step number two is to cultivate energy, okay? So this is where the gurus come in and a lot of stories about gurus come in is really in this step. So advanced spiritual che uh, teachers like Jesus, for example, that we talked about earlier in this video, advanced spiritual teachers or saints or gurus, they are really, really masterful at the cultivation of energy. So a, a teacher like a, like a Jesus or a Buddha or a saint, they have really big energy fields. They have really clear, crystalline, enormous energy fields. They are not encumbered by suffering or past unhealed wounds or karma or anything like that. They've done the clearing work. And so their energy becomes unobstructed, very big energy fields, very, very powerful, clear energy. The more that 
energy is clear and powerful, the higher the likelihood that they will be able to then shift timelines because it takes energy to shift timeline from one timeline to another. And so the more powerful your energy system, the bigger your energy system, the higher the likelihood that you can make that quantum jump, which is what a miracle is, okay? And you can cultivate this in you. So again, it's not just a guru. Yeah, there are some people that come on earth that naturally have a really big energy system because it's part of their mission um, as Jesus did, for example. But it doesn't mean that you yourself can't cultivate the growing of your own energy field. You absolutely can. And that's where this step comes in. There are various techniques that you can use to, aside from the healing. So remember, ding, ding, healing. <laughs> okay, so that one, that one is a necessary step, right? Because for example, if, if you, if this person, the example that I gave of the person that was an alcoholic because they had childhood wounds and they were using alcohol as a coping mechanism. If that person went right into step two, and tried to cultivate the growing of their energy system without dealing with the core wound that was leading to the alcoholism, that, that would not be the right place to start because their energy field would not be able to grow because it would be encumbered by a lot of pain and unhealed wounds. It would be weighing the energy system down. All right. And so the easier thing to do, the best sequence of events here is to heal that pain, relieve your energy system of that dead weight, and then start cultivating um, an increase in your energy field. One important rule of thumb that I like to discuss when it has to do with the energy field or the aura, for example, that's another word for it. So you can think of your aura as kind of an egged shaped shell that you have kind of around your body. Um, that egg-shaped uh, shell around your body is called the aura, the electromagnetic field. The, the more unhealed wounds you have, the more heavy karma, the, the bigger the shadow that you have that you carry, the more contracted your aura is. The more healing work you do, the more healed you are. It's literally like dropping a dead weight and the, the less karma, if you've done karma work, you've done shadow work, you've done a lot of healing work. What that does is it drops a dead weight and then suddenly your aura expands. Okay. So there's a difference between a contracted aura and an expanded aura. An expanded aura is much more powerful. All right. So that's another way of looking at this. But regardless, you, when you cultivate the energy to open up in your energy field to grow, the probability that you can manifest miracles in your life increases exponentially. Now, when it comes to exactly how you cultivate this increase in energy, you already know that step one is you're going to do healing work. You're going to do your shadow work. You're going to do the stuff that I recommended before. And just by doing that, you're going to drop that dead weight and your, your energy system is going to naturally expand just by doing that healing work. So that's your first order of operation. But then when you do that, there's another technique, a simple technique that I'm going to share with you that's going to actually train you to open up that energy field and expand it more. Okay. So here's an exercise that you could do at home where you're going to sit down and you're going to close your eyes and you're just going to sit in meditation. You're going to focus on your breathing. All right. So you focus on your breathing, you close your eyes, focus on your breathing. And then remember that, that aura. Okay. So you're going to bring, you're going to visualize your beautiful aura. All right. And you're going to visualize again, this egg shaped, uh, energy system that surrounds your body. It looks like an egg. It looks like you're, it looks like you're inside sitting inside of an egg. You can visualize it that way. And you're going to visualize this beautiful egg shaped ball of light that surrounds your body. You're just going to visualize it about you know, a foot or two away from the surface of your body. And you're just going to hold that visualization, 
right? Hold that visualization for as long as you want, maybe maybe at least two, three minutes so you get good at, at uh, focusing your third eye, focusing your mind's eye on being able to visualize things, all right? If you're not good at visualizing, if you have a Fantasia, for example, which is the condition where people can't actually visualize things in their mind, if you can't visualize, you can still feel it, all right? So you can just have, you can be sitting in meditation and you can just have the sensation, cultivate the sensation of that egg-shaped aura surrounding your body, all right? But if you can visualize it, then visualize it and hold that visualization for two or three minutes. And then what you're gonna do is, you're going to then command your energy field to start expanding. So your aura is gonna start about a foot or two away from your body, and then you're going to command that energy system to keep expanding outward and outward and outward. And you're gonna visualize that energy field expanding, 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 until it gets so big that it fills the entire room you're meditating in with light. Okay. And this is your exercise. You're going to do this every single day and it's going to come to a point where you're going to get so good at this that then you can practice further and you can then, you know, you can then command your energy field to go outside of the room and outside of the city you're in and outside of the state you're in. And you can just keep commanding that energy field to expand. This is a great way to cultivate energy, a great way for you to make that energy system bigger, stronger, and to discipline your third eye, your mind's eye to playing with energy and moving energy. Step number three is to envision the new outcome or envision a new outcome, okay? This is a really, really powerful step too. And this is a step that is very, very common with saints and gurus, okay? So, so taking the example of Jesus again, there's a famous passage in the Bible where he puts his hands on a blind man's eyes and suddenly the man starts to see. Now, the reason we already talked about the fact that gurus like Jesus had really big energy systems, so that means that they can accelerate healing in someone else or miracles in someone else. But another important aspect of Jesus being able to perform this type of miracle is that in his mind's eye, in his consciousness, that man was already seeing before he put his hands on his eyes, okay? So Jesus was able to hold the consciousness of the man seeing before he actually performed the miracle. And this is true for any guru who easily performs miracles, is to hold the vision of what you're looking for before you get there, okay? And so another common example that I can use is of spiritual teacher Joe Dispenza. So if you don't know about his story, Joe Dispenza, when he started out being a spiritual teacher, it was through an injury. So he was a chiropractor and he had a really severe bike accident that left him paralyzed. Okay, and doctors said he was never gonna walk again, all of these stories, so he checked out of the hospital, he was paralyzed, and for the next few weeks, he sat in his wheelchair at home, and he trained himself to visualize his spine repairing itself one vertebrae at a time, from the bottom up. And he said that the first few days or weeks, it was so frustrating because he can only visualize one or two vertebrae before he lost the visualization and then he'd start over again. But the point here is that he was very disciplined day after day, hour after hour, he visualized his spine healing one vertebrae at a time. And pretty soon his spine started to heal one vertebrae at a time. And if you know Joe Dispenza, he's perfectly healed today. He walks and he's totally fine. But this is another great example 
of how he trained himself to envision a new outcome, even an outcome that was different from what the doctors were saying. It didn't matter to him. He held a different vision in his consciousness and that vision was then able to materialize because he literally jumped, uh, quantumly jumped from one timeline where he was gonna be paralyzed the rest of his life to a different timeline where he's walking and perfectly fine, okay? And so envisioning the new outcome is really, really important. Being able to hold the vision of the miracle before it happens, very, very, very important. And sometimes it takes discipline as this story about Joe Dispenza shows you. So it took him a few weeks before he could even start visualizing up his spine. He was frustrated initially. So this is a good example of, of how envisioning, proper envisioning takes training. So that's what you're gonna do. You're going to train to envision the outcome that you're looking for or envision at least a better outcome than the one you're in right now, a different outcome a more optimistic outcome, the more you're able to hold this vision, the higher the probability that the miracle will manifest. Now I want to hear from you. Have you ever experienced a miracle in your life? Let me know all about it in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can join the waitlist for Awaken. It's gonna open on June 7th. And check over here all of the videos that I described in this video. That'll be great for you to continue viewing. All right, beautiful soul, that's it for me. I love you. I'm out.